J.A., today, I think the best place to start is our... We haven't known one for a little while. It's something we do on the podcast most weeks. We've got our top three, bottom three. I've done it for a while. It has been a little while, so I thought we'd do it today. I'll give people a bit of an idea of what's going on in the league right now. So I think a good place to start is with the top three. We'll start with the good news first. So, James, who do you have top three teams in the NFL? My third, I have the Pittsburgh Steelers. I think their offense is pretty much unstoppable when when it's flying on all cylinders. Big Ben does the job there. Uh, My second team, I have the Minnesota Vikings. I know they are undefeated, but I just feel they're lacking a little bit. But hey, they're undefeated. Their defense is unbelievable. Their offense just hasn't done enough for me. And the number one team, I have the New England Patriots. I think with Tom Brady back now, you can't go past them. They're just too strong an outfit. Yeah, it's pretty fair. Um, I'm a little different to you. Uh, Number three, I've got the Seahawks. Yep. I think they got they had a buy last week, so they're off people's radars a little bit. Um, but they've been outstanding this year, even with injuries to Russell Wilson. They've looked really good. Um, I think they've got a pretty favourable schedule coming up, um, and it's a really tough place to go and play. So I think they've been playing really well, and I haven't forgotten about them. Um, number two, I had the New England Patriots. Um, look, I, you could easily talk me into having them number one. Uh, they've been outstanding. I'll ride with Belichick and Brady un- until <laughs> until they're no more. Yeah. Um, especially Brady. Look, he was a little rusty on Sunday, and, and he missed or last weekend. Sorry, he missed a few passes and things like that. But overall, he was pretty sharp. Four hundred and ten yards still. And we compared him on the podcast to to Kirk Cousins with throwing attempts. They had about the same, or completions. They had the same. Whereas yep. he had four hundred odd yards, and, and Kirk Cousins had about two hundred and twenty yards. So you can just see the difference in ineffective quarterback play. And Brady's certainly up there. And they just managed to make okay players good. You know, take someone like uh, Martavius Bennett. Um, yeah, he got he's getting a bunch of catches and Three looking really good. Last game. And, and, but even guys like Chris Hogan. Yep. Now, if anyone saw the hard knocks from a few years ago with the Dolphins, seven eleven, seven eleven, he's always open. This is a guy who, who couldn't get going anywhere in the league. He's bounced around a bit. Wes Welker was the same. Amendola was the same. They just keep doing it. Edelman, are you going to get open anywhere else? I yeah, think so. exactly right. My number one team, though, is the 5-0 and Vikings. Look, they've got plenty of holes. I don't think it's a mirage. I think they're extremely well coached. They're a very um, good team. They've got an outstanding defense. They're very good overall. I'd really like to see them get some running game going Offensive again. Offensive lines scare me a lot with them. They lost another guy. They did sign Jake Long, the former number one pick, but I just don't think it's going to be enough. No, not unless he finds some of the the form that we expected coming in. Um, but I'll ride with them probably until they lose, and then I'll, then I'll decide where we want to go with them. So, of Fair course, enough. turning it around now, we go to the bottom end of the NFL. It's pretty ordinary teams down here, James. Uh, give me your third worst through to the worst in the league. My third worst is the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, they are going to Kaepernick this week, which could help them. I just can't... Like, they're not a terrible, terrible team, but they've won one game, which was the opening game of the season, where I think the Rams had a had a had a shocking game. Um, my second worst team in the league is the Miami Dolphins. Their defense is quite solid. They're quite a good defense, but Tannehill and that offense gets absolutely nothing going, and it, it's starting to hurt them. They need to turn that around very quickly. And my worst team in the league, which hurts me because they have got a lot of talent, it's the Cleveland Browns. You can't be on five and be anything else but the worst team in the league. Uh, quarterback play has killed them. They're now going to be starting Hogan, a rookie, undrafted rookie who was cut by another team this week. Apparently Kessler 
He's going to be okay. He might be able to play. And that, he, he they probably will that. start. Well, he was their fifth. Charlotte, when Charlie Whitehurst went down, that was their fifth quarterback injured for the season. So they're not getting much help, but they you, know, you can't be on five. No. You've got to <laughs> you find a way can't. to win. They couldn't win with anyone else. So No. Um, I'm a little bit different. Only a little bit. I've got the Bears as the 30th team in the NFL. Um, I'm not going to put it all on Brian Hoyer, but... They just have not been very good this year. No. Uh, the Dolphins, I've got the same as you at 31. Um, I just don't know how they're going to get better. I just can't Reboot. see it. Reboot. And, of course, the poor old Browns. If you haven't won a single game all year, sorry, you're last. You are. It's as simple as that. Now, James, I want to take you all the way back to Thursday when the San Diego Chargers played host to the Super Bowl champion last year, Denver Broncos, in the color rush for the first time all year. Both color rush uniforms looked really cool. They were really good. The Chargers ones were exceptional. I really liked them. Um, let's look, We can't deep dive too much. The play where CJ Anderson scored to basically make it a four-point game that was called back on holding. Russell Okung, he's a good tackle in the NFL, but you know that's on you. You cost your team a touchdown. When you're beat as an offensive lineman, you don't hold. There's no professional penalties in, in the NFL. You can't do that. And do you know what? If you hadn't have held him, the pass still would have been thrown and he still would have scored the touchdown. It was a dumb penalty and it cost your team because tell you what, the Chargers were going to blow that game. They yeah. they did everything. They were on the way to could. do it again. They're they the then they then again. allowed an onside kick to be recovered, um, and if it wasn't for Simeon being hurt and not being able to throw it forty yards into the end zone, which he must be banged up still because he has a cannon of an arm. Usually, he should have made the distance comfortable. Yeah, he did. He just didn't look right all day. And he the Chargers knew. The Chargers knew it as well. They they basically forced him to throw the ball deep, and he he couldn't do it with his sore shoulder. Um, congratulations to the Chargers. It was it was a well deserved win. But they still did anything they could to possibly lose that game. Yeah, the defense isn't flash. Joey Bosa certainly improved it. Um, I have to take, I'm going to start taking back what I've said about him. I I just had a bad feeling about him, but he looks fantastic. He yeah, looks really sharp. He's on a, on a pitch count. I'm, I'll be honest, I hate that terminology, it's but awful. basically they're not using him on every down. They will every week. He's playing more and more snaps. Um, he is for those shown who didn't know he held he out do. from yeah. from being drafted, but I think he's going to be going to be just fine. I saw him play end. I saw him play D tackle. I saw him play nose tackle. I saw him play outside linebacker. He doesn't look uncomfortable in any position, and I didn't think that would be something that was a positive of him, but it, it certainly has turned out to be. Congratulations, Joey Bosa. Yeah, another cool thing for the Chargers, uh, Philip Rivers broke Dan Fouts' record for becoming the Chargers' all-time passing leader, um, and trust me, down. Fouts was really, really good. Oh, um, and to beat his record, it was absolutely fantastic. Congratulations, Philip Rivers. Well deserved. Now, James, we will turn our attention to the early games coming in live on a Monday. There's actually quite a few bad ones in here, so we're just going to leave a bunch of those out. Yeah. <laughs> so the first place we're going to start uh, is Cincinnati heading to the New England Patriots. This is a big game for Cincinnati. They can't afford to drop too many more of these. No, that this is certainly... I only think it's a must-win for them because of their division, because Baltimore have, have you know re-emerged as a, as a competitor, and you know Pittsburgh. I had them as my third best team, so we all know how I feel about them. So they've kind of got to get a move on. They're, they're two and three. They lose this game and go to two and four, and the other two teams win. They're two, three games behind with head-to-head. They're just not going to catch in, at this point of the season. Um, on the other hand, the Patriots, they've got Tom Brady. I know they touched up the Browns last week. Bengals are a better defense, so I want to see how Tom looks against a better defense. Yeah, that being said, though, I really do think that um, 
the Cowboys, your Cowboys last week looked really good against this great defense, and that was on yep. the road too. So, yeah, Cowboys have got some different strengths. New England, they're not better, but I think the Cowboys' offensive line dominated the Bengals' defensive line. I don't think New England can do that as well. Uh, I think their defensive line's really good. I just think they came up against a, a pretty big beast in the Cowboys' O line. Yeah, biggest thing is Red Rifle's got to get going. And he's he has got to, to get find, He's got to find AJ Green again. He's been he's been consu- he's been piling numbers, but not doing a lot with it. We we got to say something more. And just quietly, they have to get a running game going too. Their, their running game so far this year has been really pretty ordinary. Uh, moving along to the Carolina Panthers traveling to the New Orleans Saints. Look, this is simple. This is the Panthers' last chance. They have to win here, or it's all over for the 2016-17 season. There's not much you can say about this at all other than what you've just said, Richard. If they don't win this game, they're done. I think they're done now, personally. I don't think this win really does a lot. But, you know, if they can win this game and start crawling their way back to 500, Atlanta are known to fall apart. Yes, they're they're, they're, they're good on top at of it. the division. And they'll get to play them again. So that's a game you can instantly grab back. Uh, I just... I, I, I just the the 49ers aren't, sorry the New Orleans Saints aren't very good. They're no. they're a, a good offense, I'd say a good offense, a very poor defense with a lot of guys missing. If Carolina can't win this game comfortably, then they may as well pack up their bags and go home because they're not going to the playoffs and they're certainly not going back to the Super Bowl. No, not at all. I think they're going to try to go back to the Super Bowl as it is. Um I, I just after watching them against Tampa last week, is Newton going to play? I, I haven't heard Anything yet? I would tomorrow. expect him to be cleared. It is a concussion. He was riding around on a Segway before the game last week on yeah. Monday. So he'll play. He'll be fine tomorrow. I think he'll be okay. Um, but they have to have a great game. They've got to come out of the come out of the gates and win. And they're on the road. And I've been to the Superdome when that place is rocking, and it's always rocking because they're always drunk. Yep. It's a tough place to go and play. It, it is really an is. intimidating venue. Especially with, with your backs against the wall. And the Saints will want to ruin their season. The Saints are still in it. If they can win this game, they're in the exact same position as Carolina. Yeah. They, they win this game, they feel they're back in, the, in for a chance. Yep, absolutely. Another division game, the Philly Eagles are going to travel to the Washington Redskins. Um, the Eagles looked really good uh, with Wentz up until last week. He didn't look bad by any stretch, but he certainly wasn't the pinpoint that he had been before that. No. But Kirk Cousins has looked pretty bad, just quietly. Again, he's much like Andy Dalton. He's just getting a lot of numbers and not doing a lot. Uh, this running game is is average. Their defense is improved, and I think that's by Josh Norman and some, some other slight additions. But they're the worst run defense in the league. I think you're going to see Philadelphia come in and run the ball really well against them. Um, they'll bounce back from their first loss of the season last week. At the end of the day, I, I want both of these teams to lose. A tie would be ideal for the Cowboys. <laughs> can you still? Oh, yeah, if they do the 15 minutes of overtime, yeah, you can have a tie. This doesn't happen very often. No. I, think, I think the Eagles are going to get them. Although, Washington at home, that's always tough. In the in division games, they're normally a 50-50 split, no matter, you know, to, to put it to something people understand, when Carlton play Collingwood and, and Collingwood play Essendon, it's, they're always close, no matter how good your teams are, or normally close. This is what division games are like. You know each other really well. And you get up for these games. So no matter what your records are, they can be close. So Washington could get up, but I think Philly are the superior team here. They're the best three games from the morning games. It's actually a pretty ordinary slate um, of, the, of those yeah. early 1 p.m. New York time games. Turning our attention now to the later games that are starting, and thankfully it's started a little later for us too, which is nice. But the Kansas City Chiefs are going to the Oakland Raiders. This is one of the games of the week. Well, I heard Shannon Sharp on NFL Network say that 
he thinks the Chiefs are the best team in the AFC West. I, I disagree with. Big he, call. I think he's jumping the gun because Denver lost uh, on Friday or Thursday night. Uh, but this is a huge test for Oakland Raiders. They're, they're the worst defense in the league. Now, they have been playing better. I feel like the first couple of games has maybe hurt their statistics there a little bit because they were really bad. Uh, however, Chiefs have got a solid attack. I think you'll see Jamal Charles be more involved this week. Uh, and I still think Raiders win at home, though. I just I feel more comfortable with them. We know we love the Raiders. So. Yeah, I'll, I'll roll with Derek Carr. I'll go with him all he, day because I'm not going anywhere he's near He's an Alex MVP Smith. contention the way he's been playing, in, in, in my opinion. I think he's been outstanding all season. Well, he's thrown 11 touchdowns already in about 1,300 yards, almost 1,400 yards. Yeah. But it, just look at the completions. You know, it, it's, not, it's not high volume. His completion rate it's is really high. It's such a high percentage of completions. Yeah. Michael Crabtree, it, does it surprise you that... Amari Cooper has 100 yards more. He has 456 yards compared to Crabtree's 355. Now, Crabtree's got the five touchdowns and a couple of two-point conversions as well in there, but I would have thought Crabtree had way more yards on how they've been playing, but they've been really even. He's got a great passing attack, and he, they use the running game well. They have a good offensive line. I think the Raiders are going to make, make it to the playoffs this year, and they start by winning this game and getting a firm grip on that division. James... We'll start with your Cowboys here as we look at the last handful of games of the round. Uh, this one will kick off, what is it, at about 7.30 our time Monday yeah, morning, about that. Uh, as the Dallas Cowboys, your Dallas Cowboys, travel up to the Green Bay Packers, this should be a really good game. Yeah, I'm hoping so. People have to understand Lambeau Field, where, where the Packers play, is one of the toughest environments to go and win. So I'm not expecting a win here, but I'm expecting this game to be close. And look, I think the Cowboys can win this game. The way rookie Ezekiel Elliott is playing, he's leading the league in rushing. Uh, This offensive line is by far the best in the NFL. And and Dak Prescott has done a really, really good job without Romo. I still think Romo's straight in when he's he's ready. But, God, if Dak can go in and win this game, I might start asking the questions as well because it would be a big effort going into Green Bay and beating Aaron Rodgers there. Nice to know you finally come around to my way of thinking. Um, the only I actually think Dallas is a better all-round team. If this game was yep. in Dallas, I'd, I'd tip you by a touchdown easy. Yep. If it was on a neutral field, I'd probably give it to you by a field goal. But the fact it's up at Lambeau Field, it is a tough place to go and win. Just go and have a look at... One of the toughest places yep, to win. Yeah, just go, just go and look at Green Bay's record at home. Well, last time we played there, we should have won, but there was a really bad non-catch call that <laughs> we, don't, we won't get into because we haven't got hours to talk about it. Well, speaking of, Dez, is he going to play this week? I, it doesn't look like he will. Uh, they got good news on Romo during the week, though. He will he will most likely be back after the bye. So I disagree with it. I think they should let Dak Prescott play Philly after the bye and let Romo come back and destroy the Browns in his first game, set him up for some success. Yeah, and look, I... Um you don't want him coming back against no, Philly and no, having no. a bad game and all the questions start. Bring him back. You're going to win that game against Cleveland. Do the right thing by him and help him out. Put him in a good position. Yep. The last, before we get into the uh, primetime games, the last afternoon game with the Atlanta Falcons traveling to the Seattle Seahawks. I mentioned a little earlier, I think the Seahawks are really, really good. It is, once again, it is probably the toughest place to play. Yeah. Um, it's a long road trip. The Seahawks are awesome at home. Coming off a bye as well. They're well rested, which they needed with Russell Wilson's injuries. Yep. Now, I think the Falcons are pretty good. I think they've got a really good offense, especially their passing yards. A really good offense. That's not fair. Their offense is incredible. Uh, this know, offense is on is on pace to be one of the best in NFL history. So this is a very, very good offense. And it's not just Julio Jones doing it all. It's Matt Ryan completing passes to 
all their weapons, including running backs. Tevin Coleman is second on this team in receiving yards and receptions, which is incredible for for a running back. He's using the ball well. He's playing outstanding. However, Seattle, in Seattle, they're... I think Minnesota are the best defense, but these guys are a close second. Uh, they're a great defense, and it's going to be a real test. I thought Denver would would be able to slow down Atlanta, which they did in, in some instances, but I think uh, Seattle's pass defense might be a bit much for Matt Ryan. I think he'll struggle. Yeah, he'll certainly be challenged, yeah. that's for sure, because there's nothing the Seahawks like more than being challenged by by big time. Well, they'll feel going they'll feel there. like the underdogs here, and and they kind of are. I think everyone's after what Atlanta did to Denver is expecting Atlanta to win this game. So, yeah, it'll be an interesting matchup. Absolutely. Now the Sunday night game is going to feature two AFC South teams. The Indianapolis Colts will travel to the Houston Texans. This is a huge game standings wise because um, yeah. the Texans got absolutely smashed last week by the Vikings. They must Which is not turn that it around big a quick. Shame. Everyone's been smashed by the Vikings in Minnesota. I think this is much like the Cincinnati Bengals were talking before. Uh, this is the Colts' last chance. They lose this game. They go to they go to two and four, and Houston go to four and two. I just think yeah, from there, and, and they've got the head to head matchup. They're never going to catch them. Houston at home. I think they're going to win this game. I think Osweiler's going to be a lot better. I think Lamar Miller's going to have a big day against this really crummy Colts defense. And I don't think Andrew Luck just can't carry him anymore. Yeah, I think, look, they're certainly trying to get Lamar Miller, who, who came over from Miami in the offseason. They're really trying to get him going. I mean, he's had 100 carries, and they get it to him a bit out of the backfield as well. Yeah. But, yeah, he's getting 3.7 yards a clip. He hasn't got a touchdown yet. I really got a feeling like he's got a 100-yard, two-touchdown game in him. If he yeah. can get that somewhere in the next couple of weeks, it'll give him a ton of confidence. It'll get him going. And then at that point, I really think it'll get him going because they've got some awesome weapons. In they've the got to get Dre the ball Hopkins to Hopkins. And, and Will Fuller. They've got to Oswald find a way to struggling. get it to him. That's the thing. Like What Hopkins did last year without Will Fuller and with Brian Hoyer and Mallet and whoever other quarterback they had, I think they had three or four quarterbacks, what he was able to do with them, surely if Osweiler's worth the money you've paid him, he can get the ball to Hopkins because otherwise what's the point? He's your weapon. Get him the ball along with Will Fuller. They're both outstanding football players. Yeah, I mean, you could put the two of them on the one side and, and throw a screen to Fuller because he's the burner because Hopkins will block like a, like he's he's, he's a man. He'll he's block a for you. tough dude. And get yourself... 13 yards, you get to reception, away you go. Like I, Use I, them. Yeah, exactly. A half Use last them. week when none of them were targeted, that is a joke. That's why you lose games to Minnesota. Absolutely. The last game of the round will be the New York Jets traveling to the Arizona Cardinals. I think it's fair to say the Cardinals really need this. Um, they yeah. they are 2-3 and three in the division. This will get them back to 3-3. Three and three. Um, They win this and both teams lose. And it's Seattle and LA lose. They're tied for top of the division. So... They're a, they're a real chance. They're certainly not done, unlike the Jets. <laughs> now, Carson Palmer, uh, minus things, he has been cleared for concussion protocol. He will play this week. Yep. They certainly missed him last week. But he hasn't looked great up until that point where he got hurt. No. He really needs to get the accuracy and, and the things that Carson Palmer are really known for. He's got to get that going. Yeah. Uh, to me, Arizona are the better of the week. I don't think that their odds are not going to be very good. But if you want to just put a lot of money on something and guarantee you're going to win, it's Arizona. They are, I think, 
the Jets are just going to get pummeled. Fitzpatrick has been terrible. He's basically played two good games for the season, one really good game, and then he's been awful since then. They have barely any running game with Matt Forte and a terrible offensive line. Uh, And they've had a really tough schedule, which means they're 1-4. and So you lose this game, your season's done, and they're probably not a 1-5 and team, but their schedule's just so tough, and Fitzpatrick is not a good enough quarterback in the NFL. I think Carson Palmer and the Arizona Cardinals are going to tear them apart. Yeah, I reckon it'll be exactly the same. 